0: If you're not feeling stupid on a regular basis, you're not managing risk. Listen, when we got out of the Dash trade, this was what was going through my mind, all right? I'm feeling stupid because the Dash trade would have worked out, but I was managing risk. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options Podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. On today's episode, we're going to stop talking about how to trade and show you exactly how we do trade inside the 10-minute trading room. So be sure to stay to the end so I can show you exactly how to get that $5,488 worth of trading education for free. Let's get into it. I'm going to show you every single trade that we put on over the last couple of weeks and how we traded them. And hopefully you'll find a ton of value with this. So here's everything we've traded inside the 10-minute trading room. The How to Trade Stock Options podcast is now exclusively on ShareVision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. And that's where you can find us every single week over at ShareVision.com. Just head to ShareVision.com to learn more and type in 10-Minute Stock Trader in the search bar. Come like and subscribe. I can't wait to see you over there at ShareVision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. Good afternoon, traders. Happy June 21st. Today is the summer solstice. Happy longest daytime of the year, shortest nighttime of the year. My kids who are home for summer, uh, one of their objectives for the summer is to stay up the entire night long. And I'm like, listen, if you're going to do this, this is the day. It will not be shorter than this day or this evening, this nighttime, than it will be any other time of the year. So if you're going to do it, today's do it. So how are y'all doing today? I hope you had a nice weekend. I do want to let you guys know, just to remind you, I will be out starting on Friday. I will be out the full week following that. July 4th is on a Monday. And then we'll be back trading strong on April 5th. So our offices will be closed during that time. Victor is here. Hey, man, good to see you. Donna, good to see you. Good afternoon. Hey, if you're here and watching live, please say hi. I have no idea. Uh, I know there's a a few new people who have joined us in the last few days, so welcome. And, uh, I would love to say hi right back to you. So make sure you say hi so I can say hi back to you. I won't know. Otherwise it doesn't tell me who's here. Victor, you're, oh, you were in Colombia last week. Very cool, man. Very cool. I was, uh, sitting in this chair. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, like I say, just one last time real quick before we get started. Uh out on Friday. The following week I'll be out. The following Monday is uh July fourth. So everything will be closed. And then I'll be back on July fifth. Oh, did you guys enjoy your day off yesterday? I know I did. I forgot about that. That was a, a holiday, a nice three day weekend. So yeah, let's get into it. Oh, that's right. Earlier today, I had a chance to chat with our friend Nima it was, it was really great. By the way, I really, really would encourage all of you to take advantage of the fact that I am no sales strings, nothing attached whatsoever, giving away a free consultation for part of uh, being in the trading room. You get a free hour with me. Uh, And Nima took advantage of that today. Nima, that was such a pleasure to meet and chat with you today. So man, I really appreciate your time. Maria is here. Good to see you, Maria. Casey, Victor made it. Victor says he couldn't get on. Oh, no worries. No worries. Bob. Good to see you. Jay. Hey, you left New York back in New York in new, uh, no North Carolina. Sorry. Totally forgot my geography there. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Let's get right into today's trading now before Oh, with Kavon with the fist bump, Ernie's back on the beach. <laughs> I do got to tell you guys, uh, because I will be out. I Personally, will not execute any trades this week. That is one of my trading rules that when you're going on vacation, Victor knows he and I had a long conversation on this. When you're going on vacation, you don't want the stress, right? Maybe if you're out for a day or two, you can make it work. But when you're gonna be gone for a week or or so like that, you don't want to be putting on any trades. But I will go step by step by step the entire way through, as if I were gonna put on a trade and give you the best setups that I can find out there to take care of you guys. So we'll be doing that this week. But like I say. I'm not gonna initiate any trades, but I will make sure to give you guys the best setups that I can. Nima, I appreciate your time. Awesome, I did give Nima some homework. I said, Nima, work on these activities. And one of the activities was exactly the activities that uh, 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 Larry Hyatt and I worked on. So you're in good company there, my friend. All right, let's get right into today's market analysis. Welcome to the 10 minute trading room. This is how to trade in only 10 minutes a day and exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. Now with our 10 minutes to freedom trading strategy named by our mutual friend Nima, it always starts with the market. Now on the market, we wanna see a few things all lined up together. We wanna see the 10 day under the 20 day with price under the 50 day if we're going short. Let me go to the daily charts real quick, which we do have. The 10 day is a blue line, the black line is a 20 day, and the red line is the 50 day. So everything is pointing short. Next, we want to see MMFI under 50. So this is the percent of stocks over their own 50-day moving average. It's still at 19%. So that means 80% of the market right now is bearish. And then lastly, FinClub, we want to see anything other than green. I checked this earlier today. This has been happening every once in a while. By the way, I had a long conversation with them last week. Um very good stuff is coming through. So I, I was excited to, to talk with them, but when this happens, when the red light, green light doesn't show up, all you got to do is look down on the past fails. If they all fail like this, this is a red day. Absolutely easy to know that. So when that happens, this is all lined up. This makes an offensive day on an offensive day. All market conditions are lined up. And if we had any positions on, we're totally flat right now, but if we have positions on, we would be starting with those existing positions to reduce risk. So, uh, at this point, we can move into the next step, which is we know the market is bearish. Let's move into charts. The easiest, fastest way to do the charts is by running the AI chart bearish power scanner. And with the market as strong as it is today, uh, I'm not expecting much to pull through, but we will check it out. Now, I will. I, I was talking to Nima, and he was like, "What are your What are your thoughts short term on the market?" I said, "I think we're going to be having a little short squeeze." Now, if you look back into uh, April. All right. What was it? Um, is it April? No, it was April, April sometime, April or March. Yes. Right here. Uh, March into April, that was a really monster short squeeze there that lasted a couple weeks. And it wouldn't surprise me if we saw something similar to that. And we'll definitely trade it long, just like we did at this point here when the market came over and we did really well at this point. KHC, that was our biggest winner of the year happened just in this time right here Um and definitely could be happening again in the next couple weeks. So let's keep an eye out for that. I don't know if it's going to happen, but that's just what I think may happen. Uh The market sold off 13% in the span of a few days. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if there was a short covering rally to come through there. Okay. We have 22 charts that pulled through it's a pretty good amount. So let's uh export this. I'm going there. So we're going to select all these and copy them and put them in our scanning help file. And if you need the scanning help file, don't worry, I got you inside the 10 minute trading room. Just go to the relative strength scanner and you will find two videos where we go step by step. Once this loads two videos, step-by-step on how to use the relative strength scanner. I don't know why that's taking so long to load. There it goes. Okay. Two videos with the downloads you're going to need right there. And it's going to take it and put it in a vertical format that we can then take into the relative strength scanner. So edit, paste special values. Now we're looking for short setups here. And if anything pulls through, it'll light up right here. It says set for entry. So what we're checking is the relative strength on these. We're looking to see comparatively to the S&P 500. How did these stack up? And then how has that changed in the last week or so? Ooh, that's a lot something i don't know let's take a look here quite a lot today very surprised by that okay all right let's take a look so this is how many is that 19 okay so we're going to take these 19 back into trend spider edit all right so here are the 19 what we're going to do is we're going to back test all of these now when we back test these When we back test these, we're going to look for positive expectancy, and then we need to find if it's the 10 or the five-day exponential moving average that we're going to follow. And what we want to see once we find out the positive expectancy is, does this uh, pass on the back test our second and our third buy points, which would mean it's a huge home run. Not that it will happen, but that it could. Uh, Nima says, green on FinClub means market's trending up, S&P's going up, but red or yellow... Oh, yeah, you're totally right, Nima. You got that. Um, it doesn't always correlate one for one, because today's a great example of that. Fin Club being red when the market gapped up today, but almost. And this is why you can't just assume, but almost every time it's up on the day, Fin Club is up. If it's down on the day, Fin Club, or fin Club is green. If it goes down on the day, it's almost a perfect correlation on a FinClub Red Day. So generally, when I'm Nima, generally when I'm looking before the market, when I'm out taking a walk in the neighborhood, uh, and I see the markets, uh, you know, set to open up based on the future prices, uh, I'll assume it's a FinClub Green Day, and I'll start mentally thinking, okay, so looking for long positions, things like that. Uh, but yeah, it's not a perfect correlation, which is why I can't just go without it. But it is pretty close. Okay. So let's start backtesting all of these. We're going to start with BX. Now, if you need the backtesting criteria inside the trading room here, backtesting criteria shows you a video on how to do it. And then all of the criteria that you're going to need. Now, unfortunately, these are not shareable assets. Otherwise I'd have shared them right over to you already, but I cannot unfortunately share these over. So we're going to go to our strategy tester. And then we're going to go 10-day bearish to full. That's where we're going to start and click run. The number we're looking at is this number right here. It's at negative 34%. So that means if we used our strategy, the expectancy would be negative. We would expect to lose money on this trade. So we don't want that, clearly. We need to make sure our strategy fits this stock. So we're going to mark it red, and then we're not going to come back to it. At Disney, 6%. Adobe, negative 6% meta, that's Facebook <laughs> it used to be Facebook, negative 9%. By the way, this Nima and I talked about this earlier today. Um, I said this publicly on Benzinga. I said, Facebook may never see 380 again. And at the time people thought it was crazy. And now Facebook is at 150. So it's basically half of that less than half of that and uh is clearly trending down there's no reason whatsoever to say a stock has to go back up especially in a market like this okay let's move into mar traded that one clearly negative 25 percent. so we're gonna not trade that one today flex okay we got a positive one here i'm gonna mark it blue we'll come back to it w wow Oh, we traded this one not long ago. Wayfair. Yeah. What did we do on that one? I don't remember. Oh, that's right. We took a small loss. Now, guys, remember at the time when some of these it's like, you know, why do you take the the risk off? This is why. Right. We were short 5076. OK, here's the back test results you can see right here. We were short at fifty seventy six. It kind of just chopped sideways. Then it went up one day and we, we got out. We followed our plan. It then went all the way up to $66. So it went up from 50. It went up 20%, 20%. We did not stress in this move because we got out. We followed the plan and got out. And now it's come back down and is set up again. That's why we follow these plans, right? We have no idea if it's going to do this or if it's going to go down, but we'll find out. We'll be a scientist and we'll experiment and see. And if it works, it works. You keep it on for as long as it goes. And if it doesn't work, you got to get out quick. Otherwise, you might be out 20%, just like that one was. Okay. So Wayfair, I know, is going to come up blue. So we're going to mark it blue. Lulu, positive 18%. Gold, negative 18%. That gets red. So we got a handful to go through today, still. Big. Not keeping that one. Visco, that one does show blue. Okay. Para, 17%. That one looks good. M, that's Macy's. No, that's negative expectancy. GE, 36%. That one looks sharp. On, negative 37%. Comcast, Ten percent negative thirty four percent on GNRC XRX negative twelve percent and CWH twenty five percent. Okay, surprisingly, amount that came through. Oh, uh, Jay, this, uh, the power scanner. It's the same power scanner that you have already. So I don't have any, uh, I don't have any assets from Benzinga. Everything that I've got is, is uh, made, made on our side, but yeah, you already have the links to that J. Okay. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. So we're going to take this list here and we're going to type this back into the relative strength scanner. And by doing so, we're gonna focus on the highest relative strength, or I'm sorry, the lowest relative strength first. Basically, we're gonna make sure, ah, oh, you got to see my final thoughts. Don't look at my final thoughts. Don't look, don't look, don't look. <laughs> you got to see ahead of time. All right, so flex, W, Lulu, the para, G-E, mcsa cwh okay so that's our list here put this back and what we want to see is we want to find the one with the lowest relative strength first and then we work our way up and if they have the same you go relative strength first and then relative strength delta so i gonna make that bigger for you all right so lowest relative strength of these is para hey tyler good to see you man lowest relative strength is para let's go look at para. All right. Now with para, when we run the 10 day back test, you can see it doesn't even come through today, the price right now. So we would not assume that this is going to continue on further. So this one, because of the back test is off. So I'm going to delete it. Next is GE. 10-day test again. All right. So this, let me clear off notes from previous. This one looks really sharp. I like that one. Okay. Now let's also take a look at the five-day. So if this is 36%, this is 61% on the five-day. Moly, That's crazy. So I like the five-day on this one. Five-day may planned exit point. very cool okay and so the next place where you would enter on ge if you were going to do one and two and three units would be a 63 66 and 6119 let's just make sure it passes through there i bet it does oh yeah it definitely does 6119 third entry yeah so ge looks awesome from a setup perspective um Let's go ahead and look at the five-day. Let me check my list here. I, I don't want to skip anything. So we, we do have positive expectancy on everything on GE. Let's go ahead and move into the uh, options chain on this and see if we can find a trade to set up on this. GE. So we like to look at 21 days out. So this is July 15th. is 24 days, so a couple extra. Then look at open interest. Tons of open interest on the 70 strike. But we also need to look at the uh, extrinsic value. So let's change this to extrinsic. And we want to find 20% or less, 20% or less extrinsic value. Drop this over here. All right. So this is 1.03 divided by 5 equals 20.6. Yeah. This is a good setup here. GE, July 15th, 70 puts. GE, July 15th, 70 puts. All right, so like I said, I am not trading today because I'm going to go on vacation in three days. I don't want you to trade if you're planning on going on vacations in the next three days. So what I want you to do is if you are going to trade this, Consider this a trade I would put on, because there's no reason I wouldn't put this on. What I'm going to do, is I'm going to make a note on here, and we can discuss it uh, on the next few days before I go on vacation. So, GE, July 15th, so 7.15, oops, 7.15, 70 puts, for, uh, let's call it 495, that's the midpoint right now. All right, so listen. This is my call. I'm not taking this trade because I am going on vacation. But this is a setup that I would trade right now today if I were not leaving in three days. GE, July 15th, 70 puts. Tons of open interest there. And I will definitely cover this with you over the next couple of days, but this would violate my trade plan if I put it on. GE, July 15th, 70 puts for 4.95. GE, July 15th, 70 puts for 4.95. Ernie is in it to win it. <laughs> Bob's asking for the scanner. Yes, it is. If you go in the trading room and if you have the scanner, it'll be right here. The AI chart bearish, uh, the AI chart power scanner and it's going to have the bullish and bearish ones right here for you Bob. Okay, back to here real quick. Ernie says he's in it to win it. GE July 15th 70 puts for 4.95. Okay. That looks awesome. It really does. It really does. I kind of wish I was buying it right now. <laughs> but following the plan. Next I'll keep GE for now on here so we can come back to it tomorrow. All right, next is on the list from Smallest to largest is VSCO. Now VSCO, let's run the back test real quick. On The 10-day is 1853. On the 5-day is also 1853. Okay. There's not much data here. If, if you look, it actually goes back just to July. So this must have IPO'd in July. Yeah. But, oh, Victoria's Secret. It only IPO in July. Okay, is what it is. That's why they're the same is because there's really been how many data points Four data points. Uh, Personally, I would skip this one. It's not enough data to really have conclusive results here at four. So also, if you look at the back test, it's like, this is one of the most beautiful back tests ever. Look at this back test literally lines up right on top of what price has done. So yeah, I I'm not going to trade this one. A, because it's it doesn't have enough data points. B, the back test does not go further than the current price. So to me, this one actually I would skip. Jay is in. He is in the GE. Very cool. All right, we're out of Visco. We're through with Visco, I should say. Not out of. Through with Visco. Let's move into the next lowest relative strength was Comcast. I have a special special thing in my heart for Comcast. Oh yeah. Look at the back test. The back test is awesome look at this back test. Look at that. But it also says the trade's over. It also says the trade's over. And that's okay. That just means we're not going to go on. Comcast is a special place in my heart because if you guys remember the story about when uh, I realized how good FinClub Club was, uh, it was Comcast. So the story with that is I was, um, I was in Arkansas at our lake house. I saw the, re- the Fin Club results. I put a trade on in Comcast. I took a shower. Uh, when I got out of the shower, I had made enough money while showering to pay for lunch for everybody. And I'm like, all right, this works. I like this. So yeah, Comcast has a special place in my heart for that. Okay. So we're done with Comcast because it does not pass on the back test to go any further. It's done great, but this is the end of the line for it. Okay. Next is CWH. CWH. Okay, see this one has legs. This one has legs to run. So let's look at the five day is sixty-three percent. The ten day is twenty-five percent. So we like the five day. Now does the five day pass the second and third entries? 2062. Let's see. I don't think it does. Oh, it does, just slightly, but it does. Okay. So camping world holdings does show to be set up here from a backtesting perspective. We like the five-day, five-day plan exit point. All right, now let's go look at the option chain. Brian, hello, my people. Yeah, very cool. Brian, let me catch you up real quick. We decided, well, let me put it this way. I am gonna be leaving starting, uh, I won't be around, I will not be around Friday. So I'm not putting on any trades this week. But I am going through step by step the whole plan to take care of you guys. Uh first trade that we have. Uh the first trade that has set up is in GE. It is the oh, G E. There we go. 70 puts. I'm sorry, let me make that bigger. 70 puts for 495 expiring July 15th. That was a setup that if I were trading this week, I would trade that. That looks really, really sharp to me. Okay, GE, July 15th, 70 puts. Now, we're gonna gonna get off that, Brian. You can catch up on the replay for sure. Uh, We're looking at CWH now, Camping World, and then we're going into the option chain for Camping World. Starting July 15th, this looks okay. The 25 puts has over 250. This is 25 cents wide. I see no issue there. Let's look at extrinsic. 75 cents on 280, though. How much is that? 75 over 280 is 26. That's a little expensive. Not perfect, but you could make it work. Open interest. Let's go one before and one after, see if there's more open interest. No. No. Okay. That is the best setup I see here. The issue is instead of 20% extrinsic, it's at 26%. If it were me, I probably would take it. I probably would take it. So let's take a look. Let's assume that I'm taking it because it is at 26% instead of 20. Little extra extrinsic value, but it's set up. So I don't have an issue with that. So I'm looking at CWH, July 15th. 25 puts. The mid price right now is at 268. And like I say, I'll keep track of this one on the screen as well, so we'll talk about it all week long. CWH July 15th, 25 puts for 268. And I'll type it out on here too. CWH July 15th, 25 puts for 268, I believe. Yeah. July 15th, 25 puts. 268. Yes. The only thing is it's a little extra on the extrinsic value. I mean, if you got it in for like two, 280, it might be closer to 20%. But yeah, this is what I would take. CWH, July 15th, 25 puts. for 268. Okay, very cool. So let me mark this one green and GE green because these are going to be, uh, they're basically paper trades for me if you want to look at it that way. But they are trades I would take without a doubt. Okay. Next on here is W. That's right. W. Okay, let me take off the notes from last time. Remove all annotations. Let's look at W on the strategy test. The 10 day was like 200 something ridiculous. 200% five day was 207. 207, 221. Yeah. So this is the ten day on W real quick. Ten day EMA planned exit point. Brian, yes. GE puts. I think I had did I type in puts? Yeah. GE, July fifteenth, seventy puts for four ninety five. Ernie's in at two seventy three on. CWH, very cool, Ernie. All right, next is, we're in W, that's right. W, we like the 10-day planned exit point. Let's confirm if it would pass our second and third buy points. 36.23, 36, oh yeah, for sure. Come on. 3623 is the third buy point. And this would be now. Okay, so in W, we're looking there. Okay, all that looks good. Let's move into W's option chain. All right, so we'd have to go up to the 50 strike on July 15th. 50 strike on July 15th in order to get liquidity there. Then let's look at the extrinsic value. That's a little more than I'm thinking. Hang on. 239 divided by 740. That's 32%. That one's too expensive. Open interest. Could look here. On the 55. Let's see. So, uh, Hang on, what's, what's the extrinsic there? 111, yeah, that's about 10%. So this would work. It's 30 cents wide, W, July 15th, 55 puts. That's a big trade though. I know I know not everybody likes to trade that big. So what if we did this? Let me change the uh, open interest real quick. I know you guys like to see it less than a 1,000 and that one's over a 1,000. So what if we did this? What if we did just look in here? Oh, that's, that's, wait, no, no, that's a put credit spread. That's if we're going up. That's right. Wrong way. We did a 50, 55 call credit spread. I like that. I like that. Okay. That's too long. All right. Here's the thing. I would, I would put this on because it fits our criteria but I know you guys like to keep it under a 1,000 and this one is a little bit over a 1,000. So here's the way I would put it. If you're going to trade this, 11.05 would work on W, July 15, 55 puts. That totally fits all of our criteria. So I would have to trade that. But if you wanted to make it a little cheaper, you could go with the 50 and 55 put uh, uh, call credit spread. That would only take 380 in margin per contract but your max risk is capped at 120. But anything less than 50 would actually be profitable uh, at expiration. So you've got two options here. You could do either the 55 long put or selling the 50 by the 55 uh, uh, call credit spread. But for me, I would go with this because this is this is my strategy here. So I don't have a reason not to. Everything that I go through it's always like, what reason can I not get into a trade? What 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 will kick me out of picking this trade? And I don't have one on this. So W, July 15th, 55 puts for 11.05. That's where I'm going to put it. Uh, I mean, that's a midpoint here. More than likely, it's probably going to be like 11.15 or 11.20. I'll just say 11.20. W, July 15th, 55 puts for 11.20. W, July 15th, 55 puts for 11.20. So it's July 15th, 55 puts for 11, 20. Okay. Ah, Ernie's in. Ernie in it and feeling good. Yeah, it looks sharp to me. I mean, the setup is good. It's breaking to new lows right here. This is really good. I'm, I'm really happy with the, the setups for today. All right, lastly, let's move from... We're keeping W. Let's move past W to Flex. I think we've tried Flex a couple times in the past, and it's not had enough liquidity, if I'm not mistaken. Ten day bearish, 186. Five day bearish comes to. Oh no, that was it. The five day does not does not uh, agree with the ten day, so that's why we've been skipping it. Okay, I remember we looked at it a few times. So that leaves us one more, I think, Lulu. All right, Lulu, take notes off of here. Not long ago, it looks like. Lulu's 276. I didn't realize it was that expensive. I thought it was like 27, not 276. Okay, following the plan. Five day is 1221. 10 day is 18. So we'd like the 10 day. I'm surprised Lulu is as expensive as it is with the fact of like, everything's been monkey hammered so hard this year. I figured it had gone the way of like Peloton where it was in like single digits at this point. I didn't realize it was still 277. Okay. uh, So this works. Uh, what is the next entry on Lulu? 251.84. Yeah. yeah. That goes down to 220 there. Okay. I'll just mark it 251.84 third entry. Alright, next. Yes, let's go to check out the liquidity. Oof. Yeah, we talked a minute ago about how I try to keep it under a thousand for you guys. This is like fifteen hundred, two thousand, twenty seven hundred. That's seventy-five cents wide. That's fifty cents wide. That's sixty cents wide. Nah, Lulu's off no Lulu trade there. Okay. So that puts on three today, WGE and CWH, WGE and CWH. Let's take a look at those one more time here. I'll go through and I'll have these all marked up for tomorrow. So you guys know the planned entry point or planned exit points and everything like that. Uh, But yeah, WGE and CWH all uh, set up. From a perspective of putting trades on and i would trade these if i was not going to be gone in three days i would absolutely trade these okay look pants is a beast <laughs> absolutely all right let's get into our final thoughts for today I tell you busy day as far as trading goes absolutely now this is a great stat Nine. uh this was from friday Yeah, Friday before long weekend, right. More than 90% of stocks declined on Friday. That's the fifth time in the last seven days. Since 1928, there have been exactly zero times this has happened. This is the most overwhelming display of selling in history. What? I thought that was fascinating. The most overwhelming display of selling in history. And I don't think we're done. I think there's still a long way to go before they call it done. So yeah, that was crazy to see, but also Mark said this quote of the day. (laughs) I know we've all felt this way, especially me. If you're not feeling stupid on a regular basis, you're not managing risk. Listen, when we got out of the dash trade, this was what was going through my mind, all right? I'm feeling stupid because the dash trade would have worked out, but I was managing risk. Managing risk. make sure that it didn't turn around and hurt us. But yeah, that super sucked. And I definitely felt that way. And I don't want you guys to feel like that's not real, right? Quote of the day, if you're not feeling stupid on a regular basis, you're not managing risk. Because managing risk is all about taking something off before the worst happens, right? Planning for the worst, because it totally could happen. You don't want that to happen. But hoping for the best, right? Rigid in your plan, Flexible in the outcome. Tyler, I got you, my friend. CWH. CWH was this. Following the five day, sorry, Tyler, let me make that bigger for you. Following the five day uh, planned exit point. So the five day right now is at 2366. Following the five day, July 15th, 25 puts for 268. Let's take a look at the five-day back test here real quick. I was just gonna draw it down the chart so we could keep up with that. There it goes. Right there, right through our third buy, third entry point here. So yeah, the reason I don't put trades on is that I can't manage the risk while I'm gone. And if this trade is working, that's awesome but I can't manage the risk while I'm gone. I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm not going to pull over on the side of the road and try and trade. I told you guys the story of that on, uh, on Friday's web class, not going to pull over and try and trade and try and make new trades happen and try and take trades off. It's just not part of the, the strategy or the plan because this trade back test wise looks like it's going to be awesome. Clearly we don't know what's going to happen, but if it got to its third buy point uh, historically, it's gotten there by July 7th, which would be my first day back yeah i thought that was pretty interesting all right so i will still send out an email here in just a minute uh with the uh trade setups that came through with all the details just like that tyler uh and thank you guys for coming today i really appreciate your time i uh listen i don't like uh yes it was a put uh i don't like telling you guys what trades are set up without taking them myself. I feel somewhat disingenuous in that. And I'm being very honest and transparent with you. Uh, but I, I don't have, I, I don't have the uh, mental capacity to worry about the trades while I'm driving down the road. And as you guys know, sometimes you got to give the days a couple days to work before they start working. So for me, I'm following my plan. I'm not putting on trades three days before my vacation. So thank you guys for coming i appreciate you very much i will be absolutely sending out here the email in just a minute with all the details and uh, i'll see you back here tomorrow talk soon hey don't forget before you head out head to secretinvestingbook.com right now to get your free copy of the secret investing book this is how to finally get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. And it has 13 of the secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. And I want to send this to you for free today. Just help me by covering shipping. And the way you can do that is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. That's secretinvestingbook.com. And I'll ship this out for you right away. Thanks so much. I'll see you there.